Good Friday morning to each and every one. You're watching, hearing the Wiley Report. And guess what? I'm Wiley. Today, we're talking about intersectionality. And, you know, here's why I think that's important. I think intersectionality is important because it affects each and every one of us. And in case people are wondering what that means, is intersectionality is the fact that people are, you, me, us, are more than one identity. We have multiple identities. So think about it this way. You have your race, you have your gender, you have your um, your expression, you have your political beliefs, you have your religion, you have your occupation, you have your hobbies, you have mental health, you have your abilities, you have your disabilities. All of those things are interconnected and overlap depending upon the experience and intersectionality believes that people that those all of those identities are not interdependent of each other so if you have black and woman you can't talk about one without talking about the other now how this relates to me is that i have spent about 20 years identifying as a as a uh, masculine or center lesbian only later to feel that the real identity that fits me best and that is more true as I've expanded and involved as a person is trans so the reason this comes up though is because oftentimes I'm navigating spaces and even though I navigate spaces and identify as trans I can't turn off the fact that biologically I was born as a woman even though I have no level of connectedness to womanhood or femininity. I also spent a lot of time in spaces that were lesbian spaces. Um, that that was my experience. It, yet it's, it's often surprising to me when I think about, about think about that as a whole because I can think of spaces where it was safe to be LGBTQIAS but it wasn't safe to be black and vice versa. And then now as I continue to navigate spaces I'm finding that some of the spaces that I you know thought were safe as you know, as I identify as trans they're not safe to be trans but they're safe to be a lesbian supposedly or they they support you know black lesbians but are anti-LGBTQ well not L but they're anti-queer anti-binary anti-trans anti-intersex anti this just their beliefs and thoughts and I bring that up because when you think about society and the world around us, you know, many spaces and places, they create online communities. There isn't anything wrong with an online community because people want to connect. I can think of, you know, various uh, communities that currently exist. There are communities that exist um, to provide support in mental health. There's there's uh, communities that exist that uh, are, are social communities so you think about like Facebook groups even though I know those are not the only groups but in the, in the context of discussion in this moment yeah I'm talking about Facebook groups so you know you have Facebook groups that are on you know a, a, a wide variety of topics they're people's hobbies I've seen groups that are about movies I've seen groups that are about uh, FTM I've seen groups that are about the trans community I've seen groups that are about uh, LGBT married couples I've seen groups that are about fitness, like has fit, uh, or about 
uh, professionals, like for example, you know, there's a group on Facebook that's dedicated to uh, black uh, individuals that work in higher ed or work like uh, resident directors, diversity, equity, inclusion, access officers, you know, administration type positions. There's one that's dedicated toward people that are on tenure track. There's one that's dedicated toward, you know, lesbians. There's one that's dedicated toward, you know, queer individuals that like, you know, to garden. So all of these are different communities. There's one as well that's called Unfit Christian. Uh, that's, that's a digital community of various people that talk about their experiences within Christianity and outside of it and how they've expanded their mind. Um, to other things, but it's it's a melting pot, if you will, of varied uh, individuals that post a lot of different um, content and, and they talk about, you know, the interconnectedness of other things and how it comes up in their life. And so, and the particular group that I was in this week, it's just become interesting over time as, as I'm talk, thinking about and having the actual experience of navigating space how some spaces it just becomes problematic because you know this particular group they're like you know we're we're only black you know lesbians which means cisgender meaning people that identify that you're born as a woman and you identify as an individual that loves other women and while that's true and I don't think anything is wrong with that it's also true that people have vast experiences they're people that, that's, that that statement is true, but they they identify as queer. They identify as non-binary. They identify as trans. That's just the way that, that life works. And while I wholeheartedly understand the fact that when you create a group, the person that's the founder, the person that's creating the group, it's your group. You get to decide, you know, the policies, what it is that you want, what it is that you don't want. No one is arguing about that. I just find that interesting within LGBTQ communities because when LGBTQ community, QIAS community, sorry, include everything, become toxic spaces or become spaces that make disparaging comments about other members outside of the sole identity that you ha- that you have that or, or represent. It's just like, what? What are we doing here again? It's it's just a fascinating, and I fa- and I say fascinating because I don't have a word for it. But then I I have to go back to the fact that the statement that I said it uh, earlier when I said there's been spaces where it's been safe to be black, but not LGBTQIAS. But it's a whole different experience when you're you're not when you're in your own community and you can't be safe being you around other people that are black. It's that that blows my mind. If I could play the song, blow the whistle, I would, <laughs> because it's like, what? And here's the challenge, and, and the problem that I see with that is, you know, people expand, people evolve, you know, the way people thought, you know, on a particular day or, or maybe five, ten years ago, a year ago, three months ago, it could expand. I mean, I could think about myself in my 20s and, and ideas and beliefs I had about myself, about relationships. Some of those things are still true, and some of those things, I don't think those things anymore. I've expanded to think other things, or I'm like, you know what, that that doesn't work for me in certain you know, beliefs. And I think the same thing relates to identity and our expression. There's some people that <clears throat> they identify one way, but now they identify you know, something different. And then so the question becomes, do you quit the group? 
that you've been a part of because you 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 know the people or you found community there yet you know who you represent right now is is not the person that you represented or said that you were at the time in which you joined because that's an experience that i face in a lot of different groups or i wonder about as i navigate spaces because it's like i don't really fit that space anymore and it's not really about the group per se it's just about the idea that you know, when I was reading in the post, the post that they had earlier this week about, you know, people not believing in intersectionality. I'm like, well, this very group is intersectionality because you can't talk about womanhood without talking about black people. You, you can't. So <laughs> they're not interdependent. So the group in itself is already intersectional. You might say that you don't want other people that identify as other things, but you can't say that you're not intersectional. When you look at the activities that the group has, these are intersections. Game night, this is because there are people that like games or people that just like to observe games. That's an intersection. <laughs> just 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 want to, you know, share that. <laughs> but it's it's and this isn't shade. I'm not I'm not trying to be shady about it, but I think about that in navigating spaces and how we show up in the world. Or how we would like to show up in the world. And how do we apply who it is that we are and our beliefs and and, 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 and and do our beliefs evolve? Should they be evolving? And I think if you're growing, if you're really growing, your beliefs should be evolving. You should be expanding your mind. And I think about that in my own life and navigating spaces. Because I was sitting here thinking earlier about, you know, the time of going to, um, where did we go? We went to Seattle on the train. We rode up to Seattle. And I think the situation was, we had um, dropped our bags off at the hotel because we had gotten there early and it wasn't, they didn't have a room available for us yet. So we basically, they locked up our bags and we headed out to go get something to eat. <clears throat> Brunchish, you know, breakfast brunch or whatever. So you go to this restaurant we found and um, outside of the restaurant, I don't remember the name of the restaurant, but outside of the restaurant, they had, uh, you know, the, the pride flag. You know, supposedly this is the, you know, ally. I remember that it was outside the restaurant, but we were just trying out the restaurant. We ordered food. We sat there. We were having a good time. You know, I get up. I, I think I put my credit card down to pay the bill, and then I go to the bathroom. And um, when I come out of the bathroom, I found out there was a commotion because apparently when I went in the bathroom, one of the customers was like, there was a man in a woman's bathroom. And that particular customer alerted the manager. Now, the experience I had is that our meal got comped and the lady apologized. But I get misgendered all the time because I believe that I am male. But other people may or may not see that. So sometimes they unfortunately misgender me or it happens because, you know, presentation is a thing. And I can feel that I present as masculine but there are other people that they're like no you don't so so or for, 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 for whatever reason or they don't choose to see it even when you tell them that's an experience in navigating spaces that often becomes a challenge becomes a challenge you know because what what does trans look like because in some people's minds trans is has a set of criteria that that you are trans only if you're this which i think is trash but nevertheless uh, it happens. So, and it's happened to at work. You know, I can remember being on the lower level here long before at my job before COVID uh, happened, and they had vending machines, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna stop by the vending machine, 
and get me a snack because I didn't bring breakfast this morning. Before I do, I'm going to go to the restroom. I'm trying to go to the restroom in this loud voice because, you know, workers are coming in and out, fixing things in the building. That's what they do on any given day. And I hear, hey! <laughs> I'm like, it's 7.30, sir. Can we tone it down a little bit? And I was like, hey. Because, you know, I wasn't really connected, connecting it to anything. I'm going in the bathroom. And I go in the bathroom. I get in the stall. I'm shutting the door, and then the bathroom door opens, and I hear that same voice ask me, didn't I know that this was a woman's bathroom? Well, pause. Yes, it's true that I identify as trans. He, him, and his are my pronouns that I prefer. I realize that I also don't always feel comfortable going to a male bathroom. I just don't. Don't, don't feel comfortable with that. So, yes. I still go to the bathroom. That is female. At the time of this story, when this happened, we didn't necessarily have all gender bathrooms near us. So, good that. So, I was like, hey, I'm going to just use this bathroom. I'm going to need you to back up out of here. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> and that was the end of that. But I never really told anybody about that story. But think about that. I bring it up because it's navigating space. That, that represents, you know, presentation, how you represent, how people see you, how people are checking for me in spaces that they never checked for me before. That's not just happening. Bathroom incidents, that's happened. I was telling my um, some friends and my wife about the experience of trying to go to the library. Um, and this was right before it was all completely opened up, but the process was that you showed your boarding pass and provided your boarding pass is green because in my state of Illinois, you know, they had the COVID test. And and yes, it's true that the COVID vaccine exists, but one while earlier this summer, even though people might have been vaccinated, they still wanted you to uh, show your boarding pass to show that you had been COVID tested and that, you know, it was green and that allowed you access in public buildings on campus. So I was coming to the library to get my computer, you know, fixed. And the IT, the head of IT, told me that once I got in the building, show my boarding pass, I could come straight up. I did not have to wait on them to come down to me. Because I work at the library. Not necessarily that one, but I work at the library. Yet when I tried to follow that, this lady, this is a white lady, was very aggressive with her questions. And, you know, where are you going? What are you, you know, doing? Why are you continuing to walk? And I'm like, because the head of IT said that all I had to do was show my boarding pass, which I've showed it to you. And I, she, you know, the head of IT told me that I could come to the fourth floor with this laptop that you see right here. But it was her level of aggression. And I was just thinking, you know, is that, what's that about? Is, how does that relate to how we navigate spaces and beliefs and ideas? Because I still believe that opinions become beliefs. Whether they're true or not, people have certain opinions about groups of people. Maybe it's biased, maybe it's not, but it happens. And then that affects the way that we navigate space. That affects, and, and in many ways, in my opinion, impedes building community. Because what does that mean? You know, when people, people's identity is one thing one day or one year and then later they were like you know that doesn't really fit who i am i don't really think that's really true so i think that i'm this so and that that doesn't necessarily have to do with identity there's have to do with you know 
expression. That could just be, you know, your everyday thought process. It, it's, it's so many things that could be applicable to. But I thought about that this week as I was thinking about online groups and communities and the fact that there's so many different groups and there's so many different choices of things to choose from. How do you show up in these communities? What do you do in these communities when, you know, they have statements and they're not supportive or they're not inclusive or they're not and it's not just that they have to be, it's that they, they choose to not even be. Because, you know, in that in that group, it seems like there were people that were trying to say, hey, you know, let's just have a conversation about this and just talk about it. doesn't necessarily mean that you have to change the group or change, you know, the way that you, you uh, are doing things. But think about the way that there are various interpretations of information. Because that, to me, is often what it is. When you look at a policy, you know, you read the policy and it's this. But someone else reads the policy and they hear different things. Doesn't necessarily mean they're wrong. It's just be open to the fact that there are in their various interpretations to to situations, to experiences, to policies. Language is important. People relate to it differently. What might be true yesterday is not necessarily true today. You know, expand what it is when when you say something. What is what does something mean when you say it? Because there are a lot of words and statements that people use, and they're not always the same thing in every group, in every level of community. That's just the truth. So I was just thinking about that today, and I thought I would make a video about it. I hope what I've said in this story time has been helpful and interesting. I don't know if I'm going to stay a part of that group that's not a thread or anything. It's just, I don't know. Because as I think about me, the experience of navigating spaces, I'm always concerned about, A, am I going to be safe there to be all of who I am, or is it time to move on and, and let that go? Because I also have the problem of holding on to things that I should have let go years ago. I don't know if you struggle with that, but hey, thanks for tuning in. I'm Wiley. Peace.